Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello. Welcome to Guitar Nerds. This week, we're launching a brand new Patreon-exclusive series called Hall of Fame, where we'll be hunting down the greatest discontinued products from the last 50 years and arguing comprehensively about what makes the grade. Available now at the $5 tier. (laughs) You're welcome. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Mark Packham. Stick a ladle in the air and shout Yahoo! Jay Cross. Hi. And Matthew Knight. Good evening. Yes, that's right, everyone. We are back to a completely full house for the first time in, well... It feels like forever. First time this year, isn't it? I don't know, is it? Is it? Or did we do one before now? I think we did one no, before. No, we did, we did a pre-NAM. I'm sure we did a... Yeah. Pre-NAM. Um, I have to say, Joe, I'm, I'm putting full faith in you because this sounds rubbish to us. Putting full faith in you that it's going to sound good to the people. We've got some technical issues, but I'm sure it'll sound good on the actual Yeah, podcast. it sounds fine. Uh, sorry, Fix listeners. He, just, he gave Fix me such a horrible look there. He's like... Don't say that. Don't say it sounds bad. Don't question me. Right, well, I'll, Don't I'll, question me, I'll, underling. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, f- fine. We're running into a headphone amp that is making Jay Cross's specific channel fuzzy, but mine's fine. Yeah, mine sounds great now. Yeah. Oh, it's just me then. I think it's yeah. probably great. just the lead. Yeah. The lead. Yeah. The lead. The lead person the lead on this podcast. Yeah. That's it, me. Joe yeah. Branton, unfortunately. Right. Oh, okay. Which is why it sounds rubbish. Right, okay. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, it is the first time we've been uh, we've been at a full house in what feels like forever. And we've got Matt Knight back, which is a lovely, lovely thing. You finally made it all the way back from the United States of A. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, f- finishing up in uh, Smash Vegas. Yes. Uh, yes. So did you have yay. a lovely time in, uh, in, in Las Vegas? We did. I'd say uh, we did a lot of driving, but my my friend and colleague did all the driving while I sat in the passenger seat of a convertible Mustang GT driving around. What? The yeah. Fender Desert amp. Road. A, fen- a Fender amp. You, you drove around. Yeah, yeah. You drove around in a Fender you practice seen, amp. You should have seen it. We put four little wheels on it. 
It was great. <laughs> Rocking around like Fred Flintstone. That is impressive. Actually, Jay, I didn't realise there was a Fender car at Nam. Yeah, so that's... Sorry, a Fender car? Well, kind of, yeah. It's, uh, there's, there's like a Fender Premium Audio, which is kind of a an arm of the business that sells... Makes vehicles. Doesn't make vehicles, no. <laughs> it's got a little car plant just churning them out. It does... Like premium audio setups for vehicles, basically. Oh, I see. So it's like you when you go and buy a new car, which mm-hmm. is something that you know none of us will ever do. You, you'd but, have a Fender sound system. Well, yeah, you can go. There are there are a, a small number of cars in the US and in Europe where you can uh, you can up you, you, they, you know they do all this upgrading stuff like oh do you want the wheels that spin automatically? Yes. <laughs> do you want a what, a... what are the features? Let's build my dream car Okay, right do now. you want the, the spinners? <laughs> the Homer. I want the spinners. Yeah, yeah. okay. Do you want the car lowered or raised? I want it to do both when I push a button. <laughs> okay. So it goes up and down. No, either side, opposite. So Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Sort of like... Do you want... Uh, do you want the? Uh, do you want like a custom paint job? Yeah, paint yeah, machine. Do you want uh, blacked out mirrors? Ooh. Uh, no, not the mirrors. Not mirrors. Blacked out, be blacked out wind, windshield. <laughs> and no, I want bubble domes. Ooh, bubble domes. Nice. Okay, fine. Uh, and do you want like, nails, plush, plush nails. leather interior? Uh, Ooh, yeah. No. No. Don't, no. Don't go for leather. Uh, I want tuck and roll interior. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And do you want bucket seats? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I want both tuck and roll and bucket seats. <laughs> and do you want to upgrade your sound system to uh, from the the pony, you know, generic thing that's what in there to a Fender Premium Audio sound system? No. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so what was I'll the never car? succeed as a car salesperson. So what was the car? Uh, I think it was a. I think it was a. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what it. Uh, I think it's a different car. I think it's branded differently over here. I think it's a Nissan Navara, right? Which is like a big truck. Nissan. They have Nissans in in the United States of A. <laughs> Nissan Navara is that? Oh, man, You're gonna keep no... saying that, aren't you? It's it's a cool yeah, uh, think, abbreviation. Think it's one, one, of these, one of these kids. One of these geezers. It's a big, oh, big it's orange those, big pickup. Those pickup. Yeah, it's great. There's someone around the court. Someone on the block over from us has has got one, and right. uh, it's massive. It's absolutely massive. I Ooh, think I think that's car. what it was. And uh, I didn't get a I, car like that. I didn't get because they look wicked. What are you talking about? They look wicked. And also, Fender Premium Audio. No. You could put a drum kit and in you the back. Enjoy, you enjoy running people over and causing maximum carnage. Oh. Carnage. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, but yes. Anyway, Matt, there was a Fender Premium Audio booth there, uh, and I I know those those people really well. They're they're very nice. Did we ever talk about the Lego guitar? We didn't talk about now? the Lego guitar. No, was it just a Lego guitar? Did they have more stuff? Was there a Lego amplifier? There was, yes. So was it actually usable? Or? Yes, it was. Yeah, so it was built by it was built by uh, Paul Waller, the master builder. Yeah, of you <laughs> well, know maybe his actually, kids. I guess did I he know. actually put it together brick by brick? I believe so. Yeah, wow. I believe so. But yeah, no, there's... it was carved out of natural <laughs> Lego. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a video on his Instagram, I think, of him actually playing it. Like right. he wired up pickups and everything. Thing. Um, so yeah, but it wasn't there the first day on the for the custom shop event. It wasn't there, and we don't know why. But everybody's theorising that it got dropped. <laughs> they had to rebuild it. But, uh, but yeah, it, someone it, couldn't it, find a tour. They just was, really yeah. needed a tour to finish off one bit. And they couldn't yeah, find it got it. down the drain or something. Yeah. No, we. Uh, it was because I saw the plans for the booth, the layout. Uh, you know, a couple of a couple of months beforehand yeah and there was just this thing on there that just said lego guitar and we were oh wow this is really exciting can't wait to see it and then we got there on the first day and it wasn't there and we <laughs> so of course we all started yeah making those jokes but anyway it, uh, it looked really good it looked really weird 
Really weird, but it's yeah. cool. It was cool. Oh, awesome. So Matt Knight, how uh, you went to you went to Vegas afterwards, and you've just got back, and you've uh, you've got yourself a trapped nerve as well, and 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 illness, electroharmonics, compressor. Nam has totally yeah, that's, broken that's the, him. Yeah, yeah. Nam has totally broken me. I did uh, a lot of demos and a lot of talking in a demo room with no air conditioning. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it was good fun. I still had fun, and I got to see a lot of people I don't I only see once a year. Um, did you like run into any uh, sort? Yeah, follow uh, fellow podcasters. Yeah, uh, we I saw Blake and those guys, and we gave away some stuff for their pizza party. And I saw Ryan, who also looked absolutely destroyed by the end because he also spent three days doing demos on the Stompbox Deli booth. Um, I think he demoed pretty much every boutique pedal there. I wow. think he told he me like, that evening, I think he told me that he did 60 demos in three days. That's too much. Yeah, some, something like that, yeah. That's too much. That's too much demos. Yeah, that's uh, um, too much But he, demos. he was yeah. basically filming it and up, and then sending it to someone who was uploading it. Um, you, I think a lot of the time, the people who actually built the pedals did the demos, which yeah, I thought was quite nice. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he did a lot of demos as well. Got to see Adrian from Thorpey and talk about their new stuff. Um, and Ryan at Fuzzrocious and met a bunch of other people and spoke to the guys at Chase Bliss about their new looper. And, blooper. Um, yeah, the blooper. Yeah, we talked um, about it a bit last week, actually. It yeah. looks very odd. Yeah, it's a long way off, um, they said, from being finished, but they're sort of going at it step by step and changing stuff along the way and taking customer feedback, which I thought was, which is been, quite cool. They seem to be really open about that sort of thing with with these both these new pedals, that and the EQ switcher, uh, the the Mark III. I can't remember what what it's called. Automatone is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Mark II preamp. They thing. they seem to be being really open about it, just saying, well, look, they're not finished yet, but this is what's coming. Let's know what you I, think. I like I like the fact that for that one they put. We're not sure when it's going to be finished. We're pleased the interest. Please know it will be our most expensive pedal to date. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. just warn everyone. Um, it's not going to be cheap, but uh, it looks yeah. great though. It yeah. looks great. It and look the functionality cool. on it was fantastic. I yeah, I thought that some of the functionality they put into the blooper seemed really cool. Yeah, um, so you can actually download different uh, modifiers to the loop. Yeah, so you can have six modifiers in it. I thought that was quite cool. So you'll be able to like change the way um, it works. They're uh, really cool. Nice. Have you seen all the um cuz the the Chase Bliss fella, I've forgotten his name. Joel. He's, is it Joel? Joel. He's uh, he's gone on um Chicago Music Exchange is YouTube. Yeah. Uh, a few times and done little videos with them. You know how yeah. um uh, uh Chicago Music Exchange a couple of years ago had a fantastic um YouTube channel. It, 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 they, they had this uh, fella called Andrew who used to run it, who was just hilarious and should 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 have gone on to be a like a a big actor. Okay, he, he was fantastic. Honestly, he was a so funny. A actor, yeah. He's he's so funny and brilliant. <laughs> and they did loads of the Chase Bliss guy and him did loads of uh, videos together, sort of demoing his right. pedals, and they were always great. And he, he, he has uh, Joel has such a great sense of humour about it because Andrew's whole thing in his videos is that he doesn't know anything or care and okay. so he's quite abusive in the in the videos about the chase bliss okay. stuff and it's it, it just makes it really funny that you know a build is willing to come on and sort of take this sort of 
mock criticism of yeah, his yeah, deal yeah. on his channel. It's, they're fantastic videos. You should, uh, I, listener, you should check them out. I'll tell you who I did meet, actually, which was super cool. Um, I met the guy that does the Knobs YouTube channel. Oh, really? No way, oh. did you? Yeah. Um, because we'd spoke before, they he did a awesome video on the Boss RV500, and as I walked away from the booth, he ran up to me and said, oh, are you Matt Knight? And I said, yeah. And he said, oh, my name's Scott. I do the, the Knobs YouTube channel. And we were talking about doing some stuff, and he's working on the blooper. Um, yeah. So yeah. he's doing a lot of the product design for the, um, cool. for, the, for the blooper and stuff. So we had a little bit of a chat, but that was awesome. Oh, and I met, um, well, at the pedal builders thing on saturday i spoke to graham coxon for a little bit which was awesome um was he just there spoke... just hanging out yeah he was there hanging out with uh adrian from thorpey oh nice um, and i spoke to andy from um pro guitar shop oh now, did you he's a very Reverb. nice man he is an extremely nice man and said uh he would really like a dimension chorus pedal and I said, "Get in line." <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought they were. Yeah. I thought it wasn't chorus, mate. No, well, it's you know, dimension. just got a, this dimension. But you know, you right, stick okay. chorus on the end, and everyone knows what you're talking about. There. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's chorus pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I met him. So I met some cool people, despite being horrendously busy for four days straight and getting ill uh, on day two. Um, but yeah, it was still good fun. Yeah, and then I went well. to Vegas. And lost all my money. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have you back, Matt. Um, this week, this week I built a mini board. So, um, Isn't this every week, basically? So I do build mini boards a lot. Yes. But I'm, I'm, I'm writing at the moment, and I was like, oh, you can't use a switcher and, and write. It doesn't work. Cause, That's a lie. Because you, you <laughs> only have the preset sounds that you've created. Like, you can't create new stuff and on the pedals yeah well yeah well yeah if you're using any of the built-in stuff though on on, on the ms3 oh you're talking about the ms3 oh, more long-winded yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah it's just a pain like but also you can turn the knobs on the pedals but it, what if you want to use a mix of them in a different way you'd have to set that up hey, you like, just change the pattern. isn't that the case where yeah, where surely if you're if not you're using just, it anyway yeah you're if you've not just using got a load of pedals plugged in surely you've got to like unplug them change the patch well, no, cables. but you as in i could turn two of them on at the same time but unless i've set my the ms3 up to do that you can sounds bypass like the ms3 can you just, sorry just you can bypass like... the ms3 can you just just what you saying matt i said it sounds like excuses Joe. No, well i just thought i'd make a mini board you just and... wanted to build something well i also completely forgot that it de- that it has a manual mode yeah well, yes. that's literally yeah so you could have just built that without unplugging everything yes okay um but the, but i forgot so i made a mini board um and i was kind of like yeah i'm gonna start using my 69p base and i want to just have like i was like um i'm just gonna i sold a few pedals and i was like i'm gonna buy just some nice stuff and have like just four really good quality pedals like me i've got four really good quality oh, pedals right yeah Sure. No, you... I'm saying I am a pedal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> tread on me. Don't tread on me. Yeah. So, I, so I, I was like, so I got an Origin FX bass compressor, um, which is very good. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, needed drive, so I got a um a two notes la bass. Uh huh. Which I thought I could use as a clean preamp and a drive, and of course you got that fusion mode as well when you put yep. them both on. So I've kind of got two stages of drive and a little bit of a preamp on there as well. Um, and then I got a Strymon um, Deco. Your la- latest purchase? Yes. 
Really? You just bought that this week? Yeah, last oh, right. week. Yeah, right. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it on the podcast last week. Did we? Oh, I don't remember. I, yeah. I tend to tune it. I was. I, I have to say, I was thinking about it this week. I was absolutely cream crackered last you week. You were very tired. I was. I. I just about made it through the podcast, and I was thinking back about some of the things that I said, and I was just. Just don't think I was saying words correctly. <laughs> just, I, I, I mean, that's you know, most weeks. Yeah, more so than usual. I have to. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm so tired. So you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, you, yes, you were fresh off the uh, off the plane, as it were. But yeah, so that was that was the board, and I was like, yes, this is great. So I've got like the cool flangey tape modulation off of the off of the deco. I've got the amazing compression on the Origin effects, like studio quality compression, and I've got like two stages of drive on the the bass. That's all we need. Yeah, it was rubbish, mate. It was <laughs> it was rubbish. I've immediately gone back to the other board. The the <laughs> the Strymon Deco. I playing it at home. I was like, this is the best sounding thing ever. Yeah. Trying to play it in a band, I was like, it is so subtle that you cannot tell it's on. That's so, good though. That's what I like from effects. Yeah, well, maybe it would be better for guitar players, but as a bass player, I was like, it li- I, I literally disagree. might as well disagree. not use this. Disagree. I'll buy it from you when you end up not using yeah, it. Yeah, so I was like, this is a waste of time. So, so that's gone. Um, it's gone. The well, it's gone off. The, I, I abandoned the mini board and went back to a big board. Right. Also, I turned up. So I had the I had the nano the pedal train nano plus in the little hard case. So it's like because it's one tier, it looks like you're carrying around a little flute satchel sort yeah. of thing and i turned up you know with my sort of math band and they were like <laughs> at my sort of weird little pedal board so i felt a bit you know i thought you'd born an oboe yeah they I, no, I, no 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 they bad. were laughing at the inadequacy yeah, of his pedals i felt yes. a bit an- inadequate only having one tier so i've, I've <laughs> you know p- p- partially went back to the to the switcher for that i think i would because as we know math rock is all about showing and mm. I mean, it's mm. clearly not about the music. Exactly, so. exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so, and then... Have I you just... got to the point where you, I, and this is something that you, I think, should do, is get start. Do you do any projections when you play? Um, Have you got to that point? Oh, I know, because yeah. so, so I, many I made people a projection. do. <laughs> because be, because what, what you should do, what you should do, you should, you should just get two cameras facing down on yours and Tim's pedal boards and just project that. Oh, that, that should be... <laughs> that's such a good because, idea. Because that it's way... so arrogant. That way, when you're playing... If you're playing, like, you know, larger venues and pe- people might not be able to see that you're using that. Yeah. It, what if you set up before people entered the room? Oh, that's true. They might not know that you've got those that's big true. pedal boards. That's true. You know, it's not just about impressing the two, fe- three fellas on the stage mm, with you. Mm. Yeah, it's it's about the three fellas. <laughs> 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 But yeah, excuse me. It was a it was a really it was an expensive mini board to put together, and I was yeah. just I only used it for one practice, and I was like, oh, this is right. I couldn't make the uh, the two notes the bass preamp sound good. I'm sure it's great for like direct studio stuff, but I was like running it through sort of the front end of my of my Ashdown. Did you have cab sim on? No, you can turn that off, and I did. But it, Are you I sure? was just like, yeah, okay. yeah. It, it just it just wasn't a great drive. It was really clicky and modern i couldn't make it bass drive's so hard to get right though, it yeah. is so hard the the only thing i've found that really works is the is the the petty john um petty, petty drive. drive too it sounds yeah. fantastic um, it's a bit darker sounding isn't it it's not very modern sounding well, no but it's really organic it's almost not drive it's almost just a boost but it's sort of it 
it boosts. It's not incredibly drivey, but if you play quite aggressively anyway, it, it's sort yeah. of a boost with loads of your treble coming through as well. It's very transparent, but for bass, it's actually quite good. It's just yeah. a really clangy drive, so it's great. But I just couldn't make that one sound good. The origin effects, I did make sound good, but um, it took ages. Um, you, you know how the boss... Um, bass chorus the the bc one x mm-hmm. it's a multi-band chorus and and this this is also true of that, the hold tc on. hold on what <laughs> bc one x is a multi-band compressor not a chorus but did i say chorus you did oh you sorry i meant compressor just um, got clear you know if yeah. we're talking about you're talking about company products here you got got to get it right keeping them on his fine, toes fine fine it's it and, and yeah the, the bc one x is a fantastic compressor and so is the tc electronic hypergravity and the mxr uh, uh, base super bass comp or bass comp? Uh, depends which one you've got, ba- but yeah, no, no, it's just the bass compressor. Bass, bass compressor, the but, small one. Yeah, the white one. But they're all. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all multiband, and one thing's true of all of those pedals. Do you own all of those? No, I don't own the MXR one. I don't own the Hypergravity. I only right. own the Boss one. But one... are you sure you don't own the Hypergravity? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, but one thing's true of the, especially of the Boss one. Um, it sounds good whatever you do with it, like wherever the controls go. Yeah. They're kind of, they interact with each other and it makes, it works as a compressor, whatever you do with it. The origin effects really didn't. I really had to find the, the compression sound that worked and everything else on it sounded rubbish. And I was like, I understand that, you know, that's, that's you know the case with a lot of things. Like, but it, you know, is it just the bass compressor, the Origin Effects? Or it, is it... it is their bass. It's their okay. bass compact, right. yeah, compact bass, Cali right. seventy six. Yeah, that's right. right. But it had like some things on there that I didn't really know. It's like got a high pass filter on it, and I was like, why have I got this on a on a bass compressor? I just turned it off. That sweet Billy Sheehan sound. Yeah, I guess so. But it was just I just found it. I just thought it was funny. I made this this board full of really expensive pedals and i was just like oh it's rubbish and back, I, back to the ms3 i put the didario tuner on it because it has a big screen and i was like yeah this would be great and of course I, I normally have like an expression pedal to to turn my volume off and just have a tuner on all the time or i use the tc um polytune noir which has like the tc sort of soft touch button yeah and you know the tu3 as well with the sort of softish touch boss thing but this didario one had a real like click sort of in and i was like so easy to not quite get that click yeah yeah, yeah. and then your sound's still on it's such an important pedal that you want to just be able to hit quickly and cut your sound i was just like this is rubbish too i've never been so disappointed with like such a high value board I, I can't just... believe we're actually doing something about bass-related well, queries. There you go. That's, it's, it's a little bit of bass-related stuff. Although Wait, I... hold on, Mark. No one actually queried what Joe was doing. He just started talking about it. I, <laughs> I think, no, I think no Joe just asked. started talking and we just tuned out. Yeah, no yeah. one asks. <laughs> All I got from that was the Boss BC1X compressor is wicked and everything else sort of sounds a bit lame. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> everything, else, everything else is just white noise in the background. Yeah, sure. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I am actually going to keep the origin effects. The, the rest of the stuff... I, I I'm I'm not so I'm not so keen on. I d- I've ever told you about my favourite compressor. What's that? It's a 0.88 mil plectrum. Yeah. They're wicked. They're wicked. They make what they make is they make your quiet notes sound the same as volume as your loud notes. Right. And also right. when you're playing the thinner strings, which I, granted I don't do very regularly, mm-hmm. but, you know, because I I play the bass. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it 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 makes those sound loud as well. Really, really, really good product. 
Have you? I can lend you one if you want. I've got no, one knocking no, about. No, no, no. No, I, I play bass. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, quite, that's what I play. Bass. Quite affordable as well. I mean, they're probably they're probably slightly less than a like Origin FX bass compressor. I imagine. What sort of price are we looking at for these? They're about fifty p. Sweet. Yeah, I like they're it. They're about. Like which is weird. I tell you. I tell you something interesting. Inflation busting. Those, yeah. Those always fifty. They've been fifty p for about twenty years. Fifty p. Three for a pound. Bloody always. lovely. Yeah. Bloody lovely. <laughs> or just pop into a shop and you know. Ask your mates for some. Mark Packham, there's a uh, <laughs> nice. there's a topic on the on the Guitarno's Facebook there group. There is, at the but moment I think we should piqued your interest. Well, I was just thinking, well, actually, we should maybe talk about this on Patreon um, because this isn't really gear related, and it'll be make a nice little um, kind of little capsule of a uh, of a, a Patreon topic. So let's talk about there. There's plenty, there's loads of news this week, so we should get on with that instead. Okay, this is the news. News. So, first up. <laughs> so, so, first um, up. Gotta make up some news. <laughs> there's loads of news. Yeah, there's tons of news. There's tons of news. So, first up, we are going to talk about the. Um, this is slightly off topic for oh. us, um, but um, there was obviously a lot of Fender and Square stuff released uh, at NAM, so we should definitely cover it. The. Um, we should talk about the new triple neck banjo, Jay Cross. The new <laughs> triple neck banjo. No, but there has been a load of cool stuff from Squire. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I didn't even go and see Fender, so Jay, tell me everything. Uh, well, we literally listen, no idea. What listen came to out. last week's podcast, Matt, and uh, you'll get Actually, most of it. We did, yeah, we didn't even talk that much about it last week. It, I mean, Fender's. we talked a lot about Fender last well, week. Well, yeah, we didn't we didn't cover everything. There was there was criticism in the group saying, "Oh, why didn't you talk about this? Why didn't you talk about this? Why didn't you talk about this?" And I was like. I, if we talked about all that stuff, the amount of criticism we would have got for to, just to, talking to about Fender, Fender cast. So uh, there is one more thing that we wanted to cover, though. The Squires. Squires yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 we yeah, didn't yeah. get around to do it last week. No, so yeah, a bunch of new Squires stuff. So basically, it's a refresh to the to the classic vibe range, uh, which is which is really cool, really exciting. I mean, the the uh, the classic vibe range has been really popular for the last. I don't know. When, I can't even remember when it. Well, they're it just two thousand thirteen, two thousand ten. Yeah, maybe something like that. Ages ago. So but Chinese built squires. They're, and the, they're fantastic. They're the high end uh, squires. So they're kind of the, I guess, semi vintage correct. Mm. They're called classic vibe for that reason because they've they've got the kind of classic um, vibe. They've got that the <laughs> classic vibe. So, they, but they've you know modern functionality. So. Um, a new range of uh, 70 strats, which is really cool. So big headstock. Uh, nine, but I think all of these are nine and a half inch C, uh, radius with the C-shaped neck. Uh, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, but yeah. Um, and great colours. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't remember what the colours. I mean, so much stuff came out. They do, they do Olympic white with the torque guard, which yep. is super cool. And in true 70s style, um, in the HSS version, they do like a, a sort of walnut Yes. Uh, finished with yes. a black scratch plate, which is that's turbo. It's, 70s. it's super super seventies, and and yeah, as you say, big headstock, which is which same is really weight, cool. same weight, you know, as, as the seventies guitar. 70s oh, as a know, classic seventies, sort of... yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they sort of... they also come with their own forklift truck, uh, which you need to <laughs> in order to play it, uh, which sort is cool. About sixteen, seventeen pounds, something like that, something like that. <laughs> um so new uh tele custom and tele deluxe so uh weren't these 
in the catalogue before. No, weren't they vintage modern? Oh, they so, were, so basically, see, vintage the, modified. Vintage is, modified. So sorry. basically, the vintage modified. The, the 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 a lot of these guitars are kind of just moving into that classic they, vibe they range. Are, yeah, they are yeah. guitars certainly that were done as vintage modified, but that doesn't mean they're not just making the same things in a different factory. They are upgrading yeah. the, the these guitars as well, making them fantastic. Because that was always the thing about vintage modified. It was like, get a vintage modified if you want a really cool looking guitar, but don't expect it actually to sort of <laughs> to play 100% and the hardware is probably going to be a little ropey whereas in the classic vibe you get they everything just, they were super solid the classic vibe stuff I, I mean we've we've harped on about this before about how back in the day when people would come into the shop and say oh, I've got about 500 quid to spend on a guitar looking at a telly what do you recommend and I always pointed people towards the classic vibe over 50s telly over, over the standards yeah absolutely I just thought that they were they were so 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 good when they're made from pine didn't we, we spoke there about was, this before yeah, we, we talked oh, yeah, about the, five years ago the, yes. the, the tellies the not, I, I think it was the white blonde ones were pine, and the right. uh, the uh, the butterscotch blonde ones were uh, were older. I think. Right. I, you, you're reaching back into the depths <laughs> of my knowledge there, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So, great. so yeah, you can get the custom, which obviously is single uh, single humbucker in the neck and and single wide range humbucker in the neck and uh, single coil in the bridge, or the deluxe, which is two humbuckers. Super super popular. And there's um, a thin line as well. There is also a thin line in Which a lovely cool. natural, natural finish, finish with, 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 the, uh, with the perloid guard. Yes. 72, I mean, 72 thin line, so it's the wide range humbuckers and the exactly. Yeah, they're kind of big. Although uh, these, they're not year specific, so sure. kind of following on with what happened with the American originals. But it's so se- seventy it star, not the sixty exactly, star. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy star rather than sixty star. So, it mo- but moving away from specific years. So in the same way as the American originals aren't sixty two telly and. Uh, 59 Strat anymore. It's 60s and 70s. Yeah. So and then uh, Mustangs as well. So the uh, the, the offsets the offsets are fantastic. The offsets are really really good. So um, 60 so classic 60s Mustang. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what colours there are. Big, just bringing it big up. Barrel saddles on it as well. So it's uh, well actually a proper bridge. proper Mustang bridge, yeah. which is the big which is the big thing. Um, so that's so cool. that's really exciting. And then the Jazz Master is really cool. Again, Mustang Bridge. The one for me, the pick of the bunch, without a doubt though, is the Jazz is the Jaguar. Oh my goodness, Jaguar fact- with block inlays. Surf green, torque guard. It just looks unbelievable. That and, is, and again, so as I say, with cool. with a Mustang bridge, is is just everything that the that's, it's that's everything what you want. that you want it to be. Yeah. It's, it, it, for for four hundred. This, this is absolutely like, like everyone should own something from for, this three range. Three nine nine. So yeah, it's the, the stuff that. What oh, a brilliant, brilliant guitar. Yeah, really, really cool. So uh, those are the guitars, and then there's also some basses. Uh, the most ex- the basses <laughs> are the most exciting bit. They've done a classic vibe 60s precision bass, and they've done it in Olympic white and sunburst with a torque guard. That's fantastic. Like The only other place you can get a spec like that is the American original. Yeah. Oh, man, this is... And that's exactly the sort of bass... Well, that is exactly what my 69 is. Yes. That is perfect. Like as a as a sort of thorough round version of that. That that is I'm absolutely getting one of these. What an incredibly cool product. You were just talking about how you only want to buy expensive gear. I oh yeah. Well, I, I mean yeah. not that I'm not that I'm trying to dissuade you from buying a, a Squire P-Base. But yeah, so um P-Base 60s jazz bass. 
There's also a fretless. Cool colours. Yeah. There's also 60s, a fretless. 60s fretless. Yeah. That's so cool. It's really, is, really weird to do that in the... Fretless in has a, only in been a, available like modern for ages. And yeah, to be available in the Squire range is, is mad. There's uh, 70s jazz basses, which I, I always thought were the coolest of the jazz bass uh-huh. range. And a five-string version. Uh, yeah. Also, there is... Uh, moving on. This is the most uh, exciting news. Uh, there's also a bloody bass six back in the catalogue. Wow. Absolutely. Like, and the great thing about the bass six is they've solved the bridge issue they've popped a proper proper saddles on there because that was the problem with the vintage modified version of the squire base six is it came with those uh sort of slotted what do you call those saddles when they're, they're just, just jaguar like, yeah, saddles yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly the, so the vintage vintage correct is oh, what you call yeah, it and it was just useless it's just really useless because it's such low tension yeah. on a, on a base six anyway especially when i'm trying to get it a tone lower um and, and it's just the the it couldn't deal with it. So yeah. the vintage modified one was a great idea, but not and, executed perfectly. And with this, there's there's a black one. Oh, oh, it just looks amazing. It looks with a torque guard. It looks really, really good. Yeah. They're just they're just absolutely banging. I think a lot of people bought the base six, the vintage modified base six when it came out because it was so affordable and probably played it for a bit and then sold it because it, it wasn't actually that usable. I think this might actually be a usable version. Are we of going that. back down the route of? I want one. Are days. we going back down the route of 2013, where we we state <laughs> we state that the uh, the is going to change modern music, and we we announce it as gear of the year, and then six months later, everyone's forgotten about it. I, I would, yeah. Well, maybe I think this one will stand the test of time. I've got every faith in it. Do you know? Since Squire announced this, I got my base six back out of the cupboard. Yeah, I've been playing it again, and I'm like. So cool. They are fantastic. They are really, really cool. They are very, very fun. I think I think you should do some videos with them. Yeah. Because I Maybe it's I not the sort of thing that people tend to do videos with. I think it could be a little uh, differentiator cool. for yeah, you. A little yeah. halfway house. I could actually, you know, potentially play it, which I cannot play guitar at all. <laughs> I was trying to shoot some videos today. I went back into to GAC to help them with uh, with their YouTube and I was trying to shoot some videos where I well, because the last guy really messed it up. <laughs> last guy left in a total state. Yeah, something like He's that. He's coming to clean up the mess left I, by his predecessor. Yeah. I was, himself. I was... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
<laughs> I was showing people how to use delay pedals musically in, in a video. So I was like, just essentially, I was showing people how to do like, those. Turn, turn them off. <laughs> I was I was showing people how to do dive bombs on on a delay pedal. Okay, but it also involved me playing a little bit of guitar, and I suck at guitar, so it's. Uh, I just made lots of noises. It was great. Well, I can't Sorry. wait for those videos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be bad. Matt Knight, tell us about the new Mesa Boogie. Yes. Um, I wish I'd seen... I don't even know yes, if this was a boogie. Nan. If this wasn't a Nan, this got announced this week. Yeah. Yeah. I um, And I didn't even know where the booth was, actually, for a start. But this, this has got to be my favourite boogie ever made. Because it's super simple and... I'm. I've watched a little bit of the video. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is based on the kind of like the original boogies that Randall Smith made back in the late '60s. Um, so he started off as an amp repair guy, and basically the only thing you were really repairing at that, in those days were '50s tweed circuits. So this is his take on a six v six Fender style tweed circuit basically the simplest boogie probably ever made uh gain treble mid bass presence and master uh on board uh long spring uh reverb and then you've got six different um sort of power options 40 30 20 10 and two um, and each one of those then not it's not just an attenuator it's actually changing what valves run and at what state so oh, at 40 watts it cool. runs 6v6 all class a b at pento so full power on all the valves and then you go into two 6v6 class a b triode and then two running pentoed uh and then on from there so when you go down to two watts you're running one 6v6 uh single-ended class a so you're basically getting that kind of mini uh champ vibe and then as you go up you're getting the sort of more high-powered basement sort of vibes it's basically uh, it comes, it's like a an amp that can do all the good fender sounds all the good uh classic sort of tweed sounds basically and it looks um, fantastic yes yeah, so it comes in a cream and then on their website they're also doing it in a baby blue uh, <sighs> oh and, and, and this is all with like classic. a biscuit mesh as well Yep. Is and, the baby blue um, also with that mesh? It is indeed. Oh, lovely. Uh, effects loop. And then you've also got uh, just a foot switch for the reverb because there's no channel. Um, and yeah, you've got extension out as well. So you can buy a classy extension cab. Uh, this, I, I think, is wicked. I think this is. Boogie needed to do something like this. I think they needed to move away from um, super complex. Sort and they sort of, switching they sort of had done with the with the Fillmore as well last year. Yeah, but this is the simple. This is the simplest amp I've seen since the. I guess the only thing that comes close to this is the Electrodyne that they did, which was their take on like the Marshall, and it was single channel with three power modes basically. Um, but this, I think, is really cool for someone who wants that kind of you know wants all the the tweed type sounds in one. Um, I think this is a really nice little option. I'm just trying to have a look for. I, I couldn't see anything that was telling me the price. No, this. that's I'm what sure I was having a I'm look I'm sure for. it's going to be obviously. I'm it's going to be two say, grand. Yeah, I'm going to say it'll yeah. be two grand. Two seven nine nine. I reckon. I, I reckon I, that's what I'm yeah, is, that, I is think... that USDs or GBPs? I reckon. That, no, I reckon that'll be US dollars. That, I mean, I'm I'm literally just guessing, but that's most of their amps. That's all. I mean, if that's sub two thousand, then incredible but i'd i'd say mm, highly unlikely. unlikely um but very very cool so yeah the california tweed 6v6 440 
Um, definitely a boogie that I want to try. I haven't plugged a boogie in for a while. Um, but I've seen a few pop up on eBay recently. I'm like, ah. Oh. And I still really do want an Electrodyne. I, that was one of my favorite <laughs> boogies they ever made. But always just in a massive amp amp format that's just totally unusable for someone like me who only. But you have the ungiggable rig. And actually, it's not that ungiggable. I only have one amp. Oh. Joe Branton, you have more equipment than me. Well. The baton has passed. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually using running a small pedal board and one amp. Um, We're getting old. Which, that's the problem. I know. Maybe that's winding it. down. But um, this, th- is this um, it, boogie is awesome. I, th- I think I found the head version at least on Sweetwater up at sixteen nine nine USD. What? Oh, that's that's a great price. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Just seeing if Definitely. it's gonna. I, wow. Eighteen nine nine. Wow. For the combo, I mean, for the combo. We're wow. obviously saying, you know, that's still an unbelievable amount of money, but it's a lot cheaper again, than. Like, it's a lot cheaper again. than a lot of, than a lot of boogies have been in recent yeah. years. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. that's yeah. And I mean things like Hampstead and stuff. You know, that are taking that sort of yeah vibe on Friedman, things that are like yeah. three grand. You know, that's that's not a bad price. No, that's fine. I'm 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 up for it. Mark Packham. Hello. Talk to me about Lunastone. They're a super cool company. We've spoken about them loads before. Me and Matt did some stuff with some of their pedals previously. They've released something new. They have, indeed. The dynamic delay. So before we looked at the TOD one and two, I think. Uh which were their total overdrive. Was it something TOD? I thought it was just called True Overdrive. True Overdrive, something like that. Yeah, um, they did the one and the two. Yeah, um, which I think we were both in, quite impressed by. Well, it's, it, you know, it, even visually, like uh, Lunastone are, are really unique and interesting because all their pedals were like white, rectangular, very clean, three black controls in a diagonal format and a massive oversized red LED recessed into the into the body, sort of big circular thing. Very cool. Well, you'd be pleased to know they've kept the uh, controls in the diagonal line. They've also kept the large LED, but they've put it this time in a, wait for it, brown box, not a white box. Um, so this is the uh, dynamic delay. So um, the big sell on this one is that uh, it's Lunastone's founder, Steen Gronvied, um, has teamed up with a guy called Morton Larve, who spent more than two decades at TC Electronic. Um, and Morton Larve. Morton Larve. I assume that's how you pronounce that's it. That's a great name. Um, he sounds like a Marvel villain. And the big sell uh, is that he was one of the key designers or key drivers uh, behind some of their legendary uh, digital processing algorithms um, from the M5000 uh, and System 6000, um, which basically are like two classic TC Electronic delays. Hmm. So the idea behind this is um, that it's their first digital product um, and basically a very... Um, versatile delay but with simple controls so you've got on on off switch uh tap tempo you've got uh, amount of repeats delay time and mix um oh, so it's double foot switch yeah double foot switch but on a like a compact style pedal oh, that's cool. um but the other thing is that uh the reason it's called the dynamic delay is there's a dynamic control um being uh doing what you'd expect dynamic de- delay to do so basically cuts out when you're 
playing yeah. uh, and the the dynamic control sets the threshold for that to kick that's in that's really cool i like that idea yeah i want that on a delay well the idea just reading through their kind of the bump about it the idea behind it was to create something really simple but something um with a really good digital sound digital uh-huh. delay sound um but not have like tons and tons of features and stuff on there and tons of like controls to mess with so it's just that dynamic delay is all controlled just with one knob um and everything else is really simple as you'd expect to find a delay time repeat mix just a very simple little box. I really hope we can get our hands on one. Yeah, they um, look super cool. Because cool company. They, they look great, and I imagine with that kind of pedigree, they're going to sound awesome as well. No idea on price yet. Um, I can't remember the price of their distortion pedals. I think they mm. were pretty affordable. No, I think so. I think they're at like a, a £200 mark. Something just like under, that. Something um, like that. So you get kind of regular pedal price, I, I, I seem to recall. It's £200 mark. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, I can't find a price on this yet, but uh, I'm sure there will be one. Yeah, there was the true overdrive with the original, the other ones that we had. I don't have a price hmm. on this, or do we? Yeah, there's no price yet, no, but cool. it looks great. Looks yeah. like it's going to be good. It's going to be super cool. Uh, Jay Cross, um, we we've always on this podcast considered the. Um, Lily, the Boss ES8, to be, you know, probably the best switching system. Not always, but one of the best switching. Not systems. always. When we first started, it didn't exist. Then. It didn't exist. Well, what was the best switching system then? Uh, the Gig Rig, the Octo Switch, the Carl Martin Octo Switch. I'd agree. I think the Carl Martin Octo Switch is fantastic. It is fantastic. But now, have all of these pedals been knocked off of their mantle by? The Leviathan that is Electro Harmonics? Uh, I guess we will see, is the answer to that question. So, Electro Harmonics have released a uh, super switcher, which they've called the uh, uh, Super Switcher. And it's uh, it basically, from what I can tell, it looks like a slimmed down version of um, a, another switcher that may be on the market that Joe may have potentially mentioned the name of at some point. Right. But I don't want to get too into comparing uh, one to the other because that would be unfair on both companies. Right, of course. Uh, but yeah, basically it's an eight loop. Uh, sorry, I think it's actually a 16 loop switcher. Well, that sounds like more than eight. So so, <laughs> well, so basically you, it, you can have 128 presets. Wow. So 16 banks with eight presets in each. Right. Which sounds like an awful lot. If yeah. you can plug eight pedals into it, <laughs> but it also it also does have MIDI, so you know you can do all your bits and bobs. And I think one of the things that is particularly interesting about it is the fact that it's got uh, it does have tap tempo and a boost built in. Oh, that's cool. Which is quite nice, yeah. So uh, and you've got a tuner mute as well. Right. So uh, you know just what you were talking about there, not being able to mute your tuner. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring Matt in here at this point. Matt, what does the ES8 do that this does not do? Careful. Uh, <laughs> so the two, well. I'm going to say one word to you, Matt. Pirates. <laughs> Pirates, yeah. Um, actually, this I must admit, this does have a couple of cool features. Boost, I thought was quite nice, having the boost level on there. Um, tap tempo as an extra switch, maybe. Yeah, that's um, what I just said. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the main thing is, with the ES8, you can reassign all the foot switches, so you can program it 
a lot more heavily to how you want to use it, where this is much more of a programmable in the same sense that an Octa switch is programmable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, I was so re- the big thing on the big thing on the ESA is the switch bought loop order, which is something yeah. you can't do on the Super Switcher. Yeah, um, and I also can't work out how you can program MIDI on this as well. I think button one will send out preset one, which will make it a little bit more tricky if you want to do some more complex. MIDI routing. Yeah, so there's there's control switches on the end. There's control one and two, which I assume will allow you to access different things on there. Um, it, um, I think, control one and two just relate to the control output on the back. Oh, okay, okay. So it just um, that's generally well, used for like amp switching and stuff. Isn't ge- it? Generally used for amp switching. Yeah, okay, so okay. bringing it ESA just into it again means that you can obviously you can program those controls which do anything. So it could be like tap tempo on one of your delays or you know something like you can use it to control stuff over midi but this i think is just a hardwired analog control out for amp changing yeah so it's 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 a little bit more basic i i would look at it like it's the, it's the same as the oct switcher but definitely a little bit easier to program because you've got those touch buttons on top yeah um, and i mean i was doing a little bit of reading on it on on a couple of forums to see what people are saying and basically th- this exact question came up which is you know well why would i buy this over a um over an esa and the the responses tend to be well you know the esa just has way more midi functionality than i would ever use being someone who owns eight boss pedals yeah you know what am i going to do with all that midi functionality when all i really want to do is be able to have my pedals in absolutely in weird orders or whatever so it's it's, for people who don't like banking yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, as well, just to have all those controls. It's it's one of the reasons that I I really like the Octo Switch and thought for a while about moving to an Octo Switch because I liked that you had so many just foot switches that I could simply assign right in front of me without having to think about banking. It means that the only time the problem with banking is you've got to do it whilst you're playing a, a song, um, but you've got to you've got to not do it. You're not doing it at a point that has anything to do with the song yeah and i can't separate like that i have to be hitting it at a point that's i'm not really good at, yeah i'm not i'm just not very good at like i can't sing are you in play. a math band don't you like yeah like, know, play but, weird time signatures and stuff yeah which is fine but i'm counting all the time so it's like that so, so you all you need to do is go so like right one so if you're if you're up. counting in seven yeah. Then you just know, right? Okay, at five, I need to, t- I need to hit start this switch. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, it, it's it's. But yeah, that this is an advice. It does look massive. It though. does look big. It's it does. Huge. It does hey, look what big. Are you, what what pedal board are you going to fit that on? Well, certainly not your embarrassingly small. Yeah, I, uh, I, I pedal regret board. that. I completely regret that. Um, pricing's quite good though. Three hundred and seventy quid. Ah. So it's more priced at the kind of uh, ES five price point. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the ESA. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see. The thing that I did find confusing about this is when I was just looking, like trying to find the press release, another company has released a very similar product to this, also called the Super Switcher. Uh, they released, so EC Custom Shop, which I guess is an Israeli company, uh, released their Super Switcher in. Uh, at NAM 2013. Oh, wow. Which is really odd. So, yeah, I, I very weird. I don't know if there's any relation there. Maybe the people who made that now work for EHX or something. It seems weird that the product has the same name and is... And looks very looks, similar. Yeah, it looks basically the same. 
So yeah, very very oh. weird. Be interested to know the story there. Also, at the same time, if you're releasing a Switcher, Super Switcher is quite an there's you know to, you've uh, got that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To, to what's that it. word sibilance is that the uh, no alliteration no there's there's a word specifically for s's i mean sibilance is just the th- yeah the sibilance th- yeah noise. yeah sibilance you're right joe yes yes <laughs> <I'm> so sorry <laughs> making noises with your Board computer of us. Sib- yeah sibilance is is yeah is s's whooshing super switcher yeah exactly that sibilance matt knight Yes. Talk to me about victory amps. Right. So on on the uh, super simple amplifier front, uh, victory have decided to release sibilance. Yes, sibilance. Um, have released the V one hundred and forty Super Duchess. So the next step up from their V forty. Um, they basically got a lot of people saying that forty watts wasn't enough, and they actually wanted something with more headroom. Uh, and they were like, all right, well, we'll give it a go and see how it sounds, and uh, they decided to release it in a model. So this is a 100-watt, single-channel, all-valve guitar amplifier with valve-driven spring reverb and tremolo. Um, Yeah, so it's taken parts for the V40 and the RK40, which was the Richie Cotson model. Um, So, yeah, you've got tremolo speed, tremolo depth, uh, reverb, and then single channel, bass, middle, treble, volume. So, no, um, you've got master volume and and channel volume, um, but designed to be super high headroom, sort of pedal platform for people who just want a lot of of output, basically. So, super clean and obviously, yeah, having the proper uh, valve-driven trem and... um, Reverb's really nice because usually the reverb on those is digital. So Super yeah, cool. if you want something a little bit more, I think they are coming in at. I want to say they're about the same money as the Boogie. I think about eighteen nine nine, nineteen nine nine. I think they're also a kind of similar finish. Do you think this is the year of cool white amplifiers? <laughs> Just take that. Do a few. Maybe. Do a year's worth of pub gigs. That will instantly look really mucky. That's my only thing with. Um, those sort of albums. It was like the when we had the, um, what's his name, the White Marshal, the Randy, Doug Aldrich, uh, yeah. Randy Rhodes. Oh, Randy yeah, Rhodes. Sorry. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. the one. Doug and Aldrich. How it. did you remember the name Doug Randy Rhodes. but not the full name Randy <laughs> Rhodes? <I can't> remember. <laughs> Who I else do you know? There's, what there's, other Randys are there? There's, there's this guitar player, Randy something. <laughs> Randy Orton. Um, God, that would be dreadful. I can't remember. But um, yeah, it won't last. It won't last that kind of long um, unless you never gig it, which I might not. Yeah, that's um, true. So, but yeah, I think this is um, I, unless you really want the trem and reverb options, most people are probably just going to want to go with the standard V forty. Um, but for people who really want room, then uh, you can you can have it in this. But yeah, hundred watts. Sounds like you need a tube amp expander for that. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. Uh, well, uh, speaking of um, uh, of products that have made uh, go on, you can do it. I believe like, in you. Like Boston Line Six obsolete. Mark Packham. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Packham, why don't you tell us about the brand new king of multi effects and amp simulation? More, more, more. How, How do you, you like, like it? it? How, How do you, do like, you it? like it? More, more, more. 
Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. <laughs> the um, GE three. This is this is the Moore GE three hundred. So, um, in a world populated by Helix and um, head rushes and uh, that's it, I think all the it? other things. There's plenty of other things as well. <laughs> ah. um, there's plenty of other things as well that are uh, vying for this. This is um, a, basically a big kind of pedalboard workstation in that vein. Um, it's basically Moore throwing everything at the wall. So you've because they did the GE two hundred, which was a little one with like just bank up and. Down. Yeah, no, this is a full, you know, a different coloured LED lights around the switches, big screen, um, expression pedal, uh, t- Moore's take very much on that kind of Helix thing. Um, like I say, throwing everything at the wall, 108 digital amp models, as well as 164 effects, 43 optional factory cab sims and a fully featured IR loader. Oh. So you can bring in your own IRs. This a- looks a hun- banging. 108 digital amp models. I don't think I could name 108 amps. Give it a go. Mark, do it yeah, now. Let's go Mark, now. Go. No, in fact, wait. I think Joe should do it in one breath at okay. the end of the podcast. <laughs> Marshall MG10. Marshall MG15. Marshall MG15CD. Marshall MG15CDR. Okay, this is fine. This is fine. I could do it, but I doubt they've modelled those amps. I'm not sure that they would have modelled the difference between a Marshall MG10 and a Marshall MG15CD. Quite a big difference. So much difference. Quite a big difference between those two. Not so much difference between the CD and the CDR. Only difference was one had reverb. Reverb. There was there was then also the Marshall CF, which was exactly the same. The Marshall 10 CF, which was exactly the same, except for the the fact that it had a chrome front. No, it wasn't carbon no, fiber. It was carbon fiber. Oh, it was okay. a fake carbon fiber finish. I uh, always told people it was chrome front. Right, that was wrong. Well, I, we as long as they put the PV Rage one five eight in that, I'm. And uh, the, yeah, what was the, the other one? Model I need. What was the other one? There was the Rage, and there was also another one. Raptor. Which, no, no, that's, that's the, the guitar. guitar. There was at the same time that the Rage was out. There was also another one, which I can't Banshee. remember the name of. And the, again, the only difference was one had reverb and one did not have reverb. Oh. Yes. I had um, the one that had reverb. Classic. I can't find a price anywhere. None of these amps are modelled in this, by the way. Although if they are, I'm buying one straight away because <laughs> I want to get back to that PV Rage sound. Um, Joe Branton, that's because it's not officially finished. Oh. No, there was only the final prototype they were showing at NAMM. Right. Um, so oh. they don't actually know when it's they don't actually know when it's coming out. But the, I think the actual the coolest feature with this is that it has a polyphonic synth engine that requires yes. no special pickup. Indeed, yeah, that's the thing that they're touting as well as all the kind of amp modeling and all the effects. What? Um, it's this bandit. Uh, the bandit. no bandit was the bigger one. Oh. Um, there's the what they're calling what was the, the new guitar that that could be in any tuning. The AT twenty twenty. The PV Auto Tune 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want one. Anyway, back to the more. So yeah, this synth sorry. engine, they're uh, calling it a tri-voice polyphonic, polyphonic synthesis module uh, with options for waveform, pitch, filters, and arpeggiators, with no special pickup or modifications required. So I guess it's basically doing um, a similar thing to what's that little boss uh, unit, Matt? That you don't have require the synth pickup for SY 300. The SY 300. I guess they're going for that. So it really is them just basically trying to take on every product that everyone's released in the last five years mm. um all in one box so be interesting to see what the price is um there's also by the way direct usb recording 30 minute looper um you've got stereo effects uh like i said there's a blazer pv blazer in- indeed oh. um 
yeah, welcome. Yeah, th- this basically looks like an all-in-one solution for people who want to buy like a Helix or a Headrush, but can't afford it because I imagine this is not going to be as expensive as either of those two units. Well, I think it looks very cool. I'm excited. We should get one. It actually does look it. really cool. Like, I think it looks... I, I know, we don't... We talk about pedal looks way too much on this podcast, but... What are you talking about? This looks... Looks be- are very important. This yes. looks better than a head rush, um, I think. It does. It looks That's just a bit more sleek. Um, and the LEDs light up, which is, you know, LEDs mm. around the switches light up. And Matt, look, LED- I think it's oh, a right. colour screen, Matt. It's a colour screen. Don't need a colour screen, mate. Are you going to spend your whole time looking at the screen like some sort of stupid math rock band? <laughs> or are you going to are you going to be looking out at the audience, going, "Oh, I can't believe there's more than five people." There. <laughs> Very good. Well, can uh, you hook it up? Can I can I hook my Sky Go up to that? Sure, up to the screen. <laughs> sure. Can I watch? Can I watch? Just watch Sopranos <laughs> while you're doing a gig. Can I watch the football whilst I'm doing a gig? No. Well, that is it for us here on the regular episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. But we'll be continuing over on our Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can support the podcast. $1 gets you the regular episode, ad-free and early. Or there's a $5 tier, which gets you the Patreon episode plus, uh, what? Just loads of other stuff. Gets you loads of other stuff. Why are you there. looking at me like that? Yeah, it gets you loads of other I stuff. I just think it's still. I think it's funny that you just read no, I it. I still you have still to read, read it. it. Yeah, fine. And there's a ten dollar <laughs> tier. You can become an executive <laughs> producer, and you where know, you get all of that stuff except for I read your name out in one breath. Worth and mentioning. Well, it's, it's not one breath anymore. Worth mentioning. We're launching a brand new series on Patreon this week. We we are. Yes, the, the Guitar Nerds Hall of Fame, where we uh, try and induct our favourite products um, from the world of guitars. Why don't you explain the format? Well, the uh, every week we're going to do a drop a little. Episode episode um which is the guitar nerds hall of fame one person in the guitar nerds group will or one uh, not in the group in, in this group of the nerds us, you know the four friends four. The, the teenage mutant ninja turtles um is going to bring a uh product that they want to nominate for the hall of fame uh they then talk about why the product deserves to be in there and then the other three cast a vote the other three vote on whether it should be in there or not um I have a concern about this. Go on. I think we're just all going to vote yes on everything, except no, for anything you bring that, it... except anything that Joe brings to the table. Yeah, <laughs> never <laughs> getting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If no. you bring any power supplies, I think. Uh... What are you talking about power supplies? <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah, when you've got your bloody um, Helix HX Stomp uh-huh. and your um, really expensive you... boutique bass right. and a three hundred watt Ashdown amp. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame, yeah. how are you going to power that? Yeah, the Hall of the Hall you of Fame. The Hall of power, Fame. You can't power. You can't power NHX effects with uh, with a mini ice over it. Yeah, but yeah, we just need a better power supply then. I'm, I hadn't got to what power supply I was talking about. <laughs> Fine. Listen, I think the you Hall of, there's no do... power. There's no power supplies in the Hall of Fame. You need to induct stuff before you can play it. Right, so um, potentially there will be power supplies in the Hall of Fame, but you'll have to sign up to the Patreon to find out what's going in this week for uh, entry number one. Absolutely, you certainly shall. Anyway, um, I should get on with reading out these patron names. Do it. One wonderful breath. In one breath. Effect. You in want one me breath. to go back to one breath? Yeah. Joe, yeah. the only person who has not wanted you to do it in one breath is, is you. you. Okay, fine. <coughs> Hang on, we need a... <laughs> I love that that's your go-to. 
Aaron Sherman, Adam Royce Chris, Adrian Day, Andrew Goody, Andy McKenzie, Blair Tons, Brad Bay, Tadonis Mansa, Christoph Rapson, Chris Farwell, Cuffinson, Jerusalem Alonso, Dave Lee, Derek Quick, D.D. Marcos, Duncan Watson, Emery James Baker, Adam Cooper, Han Rouse, Jake Cutmore, Jake Curry, Jamie Kemp, Juan Goya, Ken Stairs, Chris Connors, Laurie Anstis, Mark Cliff, Matt Mallaby, Matt Roberts, Matthew King, Michael McQuarrie, Moose Kravitz, Nate Nagel, Paul Corrigan, Thompson, Rob Crew, Rob Nordic, Rob Grant, Robert Cousins, Robin Scrisp, Edward, Scott O'Brien, Scott Sunday, Scott Hamilton, Scott Kennedy, Sean Arvo, Stephen Hens, Stephen Markham, Stuart Tate, the Cowboy, Tucker Abaddon, Will Clark, Conan Anderson! How you feeling? It's I was getting feeling there, good, it's and I'm there. also very well aware that we're all we. So, listeners, we do this on a on a shared document, a Google a Google Drive document, Dead so everyone document. can see what we're going to be talking about in what order. And someone has added a very rude <laughs> word to the end of this list in the hope that I was going to read that out. I thought it was going to be like a Ron Burgundy situation where you read whatever we put on the teleprompter. So like, if you put it in the middle, I yeah. reckon it would have been okay. all right. Maybe, yeah. but I can't do it next week now. I'm going to have to wait <laughs> a few aware. weeks. But one day, Joe Bradson, you're going to read uh, out something great, very rude. Joe, I uh, just want you to know that I filmed most of that right. and finished by focusing directly... On the vein that is bulging out of your face <laughs> as you get towards the end. So I'll, I'll put that up in the group later. It's fantastic. Great, fantastic. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for us this week. We'll be continuing over on the Patreon episode. Farewell. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what, what was wrong with that? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.